T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind. the fuck just happened? You know, I really don't know. Why did the intro end like that? It's a short Am intro. I, is it recording? It's recording. It just Oh, off. for the love of fuck. Don't, don't blame me. You don't cut off Ronnie Ruff. You want me to replay it? Kind me, of now. You want me to start it over? No, it's okay. We'll just keep going like this. I guess. <laughs> Welcome to tra- <laughs> <sighs> Welcome to Trash Talk, folks. <laughs> the, the goddamn least professional show in America. You'd think equipment for a billion dollar radio corporation would work. And you'd think the producers would know what they're doing. Oh. But oh. you're wildly I, incorrect. I only pretend I fake it till you make it is my motto, buddy. Real quick. I got to give a shout out to our our boys, our biggest promoter, uh, Sporty R. McKenzie, sort of, and my boy uh, Callahan Forever, even more so, are uh, tweeting out the podcast ten times more than WEI has ever promoted it. So uh, shout out to them. If you don't already follow Callahan Forever, it's a uh, Dennis. I mean, a Kirk and Cal- Jesus Christ, a Kirk and Callahan parody account. And uh, they're very funny. Those are my boys there. And uh, they have promoted this show far more than anyone at this station has. Anyone who actually gets paid by WEI or WEI.com has said infinitely less. Because they haven't said anything. No one says anything about this show other than my boy Callahan Forever. It just so goes. Shout out to them. Just flies under the radar with everybody else. They yeah, yeah right. Um, so we'll, we'll get into some... Uh, some interesting stuff, some stuff that I actually like talking about that kind of defers from how we usually do this show. We're branching out, everybody. A little bit, a little bit. But um, we'll start with kind of the, the usual. Uh, Rob Parker, sounding like an asshole. <laughs> Once every couple weeks, we get one of the, those, uh, those good ones. And Rob Parker's a guy that I wonder, um, like Stephen A. Smith says a lot of shit, and Skip Bayless too. You know, Rob Parker's on that show with Skip Bales. Skip Bales is a guy that I, I, I know for a fact says shit he doesn't believe. You know what I mean? He says shit to be a contrarian. I mean, you know that because someone made a video of him talking about Aaron Rodgers, one against and one for, right. and just had Skip argue against himself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he, he does shit to, be, to play that contrarian role, uh, but he does it very well. Rob Parker, I used to think, was like that and just not as good at it as them. Um I, I now I just think he's a profoundly dumb human being. I you know, I shouldn't perhaps I shouldn't. Don Lemon is gonna teach me why I shouldn't say that in a few minutes. That's right. But you but I think before I learn my lesson here, I will say that I think Rob Parker is a dummy. Now, they're having an argument what, what is the argument even about? I don't know how did this even start how did Tom Brady come up yesterday on uh, 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 is it highly questionable or no? No, uh, no it's what fucking show do they do? Undisputed. Yeah, that's fo- what it's called. On Fox I, get, I get them all. I get them all confused because they all 
they all have those dumb names that are like trying to be edgy, and they're they all have that formula of oh, let's have a a a, a loud, uh, interesting black guy and a contrarian white guy. Right. If we just do that, it'll work, and and that's kind of because of Kornheiser and Wilbon. They had that model, right. And Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless are proof that you can do it. And then them splitting apart, I think, is proof that just that formula alone doesn't necessarily work. You know what I mean? Just being as fucking shallow as that, to think that that will, have, will create a show for you, uh, doesn't necessarily work. And uh, Shannon Sharp and Rob Parker are kind of uh, proving that. So, but for whatever reason, they were talking about Tom Brady yesterday. And... Uh, Rob Parker is going to tell us why Tom Brady isn't really that clutch of a quarterback. Tom Brady, as you know, is one of the luckiest oh. quarterback <laughs> players of all time. He's the Fourth best. quarter. Just it, lucky, things just lucky, always lucky. happen. But yeah. always when I think of Tom Brady, and I don't know how they don't take away points, Tom Brady has fumbled in some of the biggest moments hmm. in big games. How many really? games are We up? saw he lost the Super Bowl this year. Do you remember... Yeah. With two minutes to go, remember that? He lost the Super Bowl for a turnover. Give me another one. Give me another, another one. one. Yeah. And then against the Raiders, the he, fumbled the tuck, he fumbled the football. <laughs> the Raiders should have won the game. Catch, that was a you know, yeah. What's going underrated in that clip is Shannon Sharp interjecting as, we all know. <laughs> we all know the other, come on, Skip. We all know the other game he blew is the game 17 years ago that the Patriots won. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. the other obviously skip that's the other example of the game that tom brady choked <laughs> oh of course how could you forget the games that happened when he in his second season the tuck rule of course you can't forget that one that was the biggest game ever i love skip bales now, now skip bales is a douchebag don't get me wrong he got caught uh <laughs> in one of the most embarrassing things you could do i think it's embarrassing just to have like a fake Twitter, like if I made a, a a Twitter account named you know Tim Smith, and I'd I'd comment on my stuff like great point Mike that's a <laughs> hot take my oh man who would have the balls to say this other than Mike Geary that alone is embarrassing but what is far more em- embarrassing is when the people that do that forget to sign out of their real account so like that uh, I think it was on Facebook this is like maybe a year or two ago. Skip Bayless uh, went on some rant about whatever the fuck. And then under that is a comment from Skip Bayless <laughs> that just said, You the man, Skip! Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> oh, he loves himself. <laughs> so what, and what everyone picked up on very quickly is, what Skip Bayless meant to do is to sign out into his parody account and comment on his own shit, You the man, Skip, under a different name. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I need to lift myself up, give myself, put my own tires a little just bit. Just embarrassed. But I lo- in that clip, I love Skip Bayless because he's just like, Oh, oh, really? Just completely <laughs> pat- talking down to Rob Parker. Huh. Oh, really? Huh. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Rob Parker, I think, might genuinely um, have something wrong. Like, there might be something wrong with him. So I take a little... Pity on him almost because I think you can't you can't be that dumb and be like a, a a functioning human being who's able to like he should have some daily assistance you know what I mean like I feel a little bad for him I don't know I think we know someone who functions sort of functions <laughs> well <laughs> yeah debatable <laughs> um 
So yeah, I don't know. It, it, it that seems like a uh, a real weak attempt at. Well, it's fucking August eighth. Is that what yesterday was? Yeah, it's August eighth. So we've got nothing to talk about. So I'll say that the, you, you, the 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 tuck rule was Tom Brady choking. You just go back to the yeah tired and NFL. The other man. even the other example, which is accurate. Oh, the fumble in the, this past Super Bowl. It's like he still played one of the greatest. <laughs> Super Bowl games, like he had one of the greatest performances in a Super Bowl ever, and just lost. Part, I mean, partly because of him, obviously. But that's—I don't think that's what I define a choke as. He didn't. Choke. You know what I mean? Like he didn't choke. He no. just got tackled and fumbled the football. It's gonna right. happen. He still threw five hundred yards in the Super Bowl. I think so he had six touchdowns, I think. <laughs> I think he set the record for passing so, yards and so, touchdown passes yeah. in a game. It's, I, I, I even almost hate. Acknowledging it, but I think it's just funny to goof on Rob Parker. Um, but it may not be so funny because I, I think we're entering a a more sensitive world. And if you really look at it, we're making fun of a man who doesn't have all his facilities. So I'm here to say, folks, this is the last time we'll make fun. Stop making fun of Rob Parker. The man's not all that. He's not a well man. <laughs> He's not capable of... Uh, uh, functional thought. He shouldn't be let out of the house, really. If that's if he has these kinds of thoughts. Are you saying they should just chain him up in the house? No, no, no. I'm saying he should be <laughs> let out with with an assist with, with with some sort of assistance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a a keeper of sort to be like you know make sure he has his a his dieties and his and his snacks and things like that. Um, because I don't want to be accused of calling Rob Parker dumb. I did I I did that a few minutes ago, and I feel bad. Uh, because don't feel bad. Because that means if 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 I if I stick to my guns there and think Rob Parker's dumb, that means I am a racist. Are you aware of that? I wasn't. Well, I am now though. Don Lemon took us to school. Um, LeBron is now LeBron James. I don't know why I had to specify. Not not the LeBron you guys were thinking of. LeBron James uh, is apparently a social activist now. He's a uh, you know the, uh, just a, one of our our great minds is getting out there and teaching us all. Yeah, that's a how philanthropist I and a a great uh, warrior of social justice. No, I can't social justice. <laughs> Who am I to say anything? Oh, I can't right. fucking speak. Um, but anyways, LeBron is a uh, champion of the community. You know the guy who got uh, super famous when he was sixteen and, and is a billionaire. He relates to the the hardship, the common folk, the hardship. Of the common black youth. He gets it. No, no, I mean in all seriousness. LeBron, you know, grew up in, I don't know if Akron's a great area, but he grew up uh, black. So I, I assume he understands it. He got out of it very quickly. He By the time it. he was 18, he was, a, he was a millionaire. So, you know, I don't know if he understands it as well as, as most people and if he can still relate to it 15 years later. But he's coming from a different, uh, a place of more, he's observed more than me in that way. I'll, I'll, we'll put it that way. Um... So he's decided to take up that cause. And do we have the clip of just what LeBron said with Don Lemon before we get to Don Lemon's uh, stuff? You'd have to give me a second on that one. Oh, brother. You should have specified that you wanted that I did. specifically. I did. No, you didn't. Remember when it, when it played, I said, I want this. And then I got up and went to the bathroom. And, and I came back. <laughs> you said you had to go to the bathroom. You didn't and, say you wanted that. And then I came back. No, no, no. I, yeah. I want, I want Le- what LeBron said, too. All right. Is that going to take forever? Or... Will we have it? Oh, for the love of Christ. We can find it. It's not that big a deal. LeBron said something. (laughs) 
So LeBron says, <laughs> LeBron, hey, you know what, guys? Just picture LeBron talking. Imagine, if you will, let me paint, this is theater of the mind. Imagine LeBron saying something. God forbid we have his exact quote up. LeBron said something, and uh, Donald Trump took to Twitter and uh, called him and Don Lemon. He said, I believe Trump said, um, Don Lemon makes LeBron James look smart, which is very difficult to do. So have I ranted long enough for you to find the LeBron Hey, we got it. Okay. So let's hear. Now, as if I didn't, let's pretend I didn't just yell at Jared for five minutes. You didn't yell at me. LeBron said something on CNN the other night. Let's hear it. We, we are in a position right now in America, more and more. I can't hear it. Turn it up. This whole this race thing is, is, is taking over, you know, and, and um, because, one, because I believe our president is kind of trying to divide us. So for him to, um, like I said, use sports to kind of divide us is something I can't, I can't sit back and not, and not say nothing. What would you say to the president? Pause one second. Here? Um, the, the dividing thing. Donald Trump makes divisive comments, but when people talk about dividing us, <laughs> you're you're saying that you are you're 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 so weak in your beliefs and your thoughts that you can let a man control them. Either that, or you're saying other people are. You're saying I'm so above, you know, not me. I'm I'm above everyone else. But these other these dumb the the rest of these dummies out there, they can be controlled, mind controlled. As Jesse Ventura would say, uh, they can be controlled by the words of another person. Now, I don't believe that. I think most of us, uh, with, with free thought and free will, are able to come up with our own opinions. Now, convincing arguments could sway people in certain directions. But I think when people talk about, he divides us. Like, remember that fucking... Shia LaBeouf thing when Trump got elected. Oh, yeah. He's chanting, he will not divide us. That was maybe the most divisive thing that ever happened. <laughs> where they're, they're on camera beating people that disagree with them. <laughs> no, that's okay because they don't they're agree on the, with They're me. on the wrong side. Right. right. So when we talk about he, Trump divides us, we've divided ourselves. I have friends that are no longer friends with each other. I have friends, one's a, one's a, uh, a staunch Republican and the other is a staunch liberal and they were best they knew each other before i knew them they were best friends growing up they are no longer friends anymore because they get into facebook arguments See, about the, about politics that's the dumbest reason that's not really that's not somebody. trump dividing us as a people that's you being so tied up into an ideology that you can't have that argument and then say but we can still drink together and shoot the shit afterwards you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not Trump doing that. It's like That's you being so weak-willed as a person that you can't separate and compartmentalize. It's like if you had never gotten in a fist fight with one of your buddies and then uh, after that you kiss and make up. Right. Kiss very deeply, in fact. That's right. Um, so, okay, keep going. Don Lemon has a, a question for LeBron now. Would you sit down with Trump, I believe it is? Uh, I would never sit across, though. You would never? You didn't want to talk to him? No. I sit across from Barack, though. That's the... That's what I wanted to hear, because that is the that is the problem. <laughs> that is the entire problem, and that's what uh, Hollywood has seen is you, you're you're willing to just uh, sit down and and hear the thoughts that you're familiar with. Like remember how out of touch it was when uh, Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer were going like. 
guys, isn't it obvious to everyone why Hillary Clinton is so great? Like she, she's a woman, guys. Like that's all. That's all that matters, right? It's just so like, tone deaf, right? And then not seeing how anyone could possibly. Well, the problem there is for reasons like LeBron just said. Uh, I'd sit down with Barack Obama. So, well, great. That's great. In fact, I would. You know, as far as a guy. I think Barack Obama is probably a better guy than Donald Trump. Now, don't get it twisted. I don't think any politician is a good guy. No. I, I think Donald. I, I think Obama does a, a tremendously better job of hiding his his flaws. <laughs> but you have to be an insane narcissist to even want to be president. You have to be a narcissist to want to do a fucking podcast. So believe me, I know. Uh, but the level of of crazy you have to be to think you can and want to lead the country. Is a, is a uh, that a level that I can't comprehend? It takes a different kind of person to be able to want to do something like that, right? But on the surface, and what I know of them, I would say Obama's a better dude. I'd rather, I'd probably uh, rather have a meal <laughs> with Obama. But if you're saying I want to change someone's mind on an issue, I want to be this social activist and uh, give a voice for the voiceless. That's supposedly what LeBron is doing now, I guess then why would you only talk to Obama? Obama would agree with you on all this shit. Right? Yeah. So wouldn't you wouldn't you want to talk to the guy if you're if you're this this powerful guy who thinks you can enact change, wouldn't you want to talk to the guy that disagrees with you? Yeah. Oh, well, apparently they don't, but I would want And at least may, maybe say person. say well, he's a racist and he would never have an open discussion with a, a a young black man like LeBron. Well, then say do it on TV. You know what I mean? Do it do it for an audience and show this monster that Donald Trump is and this intellectual force that you are. You know what I mean? If you if you really want to do that, then that's what you should do. You should be talking with people who disagree with you. Cuz talking with people that agree with you do nothing. I've always said uh what you know, it came up with in the Minahan episode, but a guy that I would want to do radio with is Jim Murray. Uh but one thing I worried about that in that is now that the more I've listened to him, I think there's plenty that we would disagree on. But when I first came up with that, is I was worried about it would just be two guys agreeing with each other. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's two guys, kind of like, yep, agree. Hey, Jim, great point. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's not interesting. It doesn't. It does, and not even as far as entertainment value. It doesn't further the conversation at all. It just it's just two guys agreeing with each other, and it's like, okay, let's move on. So, LeBron. So I think that was a dumb comment by LeBron. Um, I don't think LeBron's necessarily a dumb guy. Like, I don't... No, he's I think clearly a smart he, guy and a good businessman. Like, right. obviously... I, I don't even know that how good a businessman he is, I, I, but for an athlete, he's a good businessman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know if he could compete with genuine businessmen. No, I don't think so. But for an athlete, he's a very good businessman and a smart marketer of himself. The guy's never got... You never hear any... You know, he does... He does... Makes the decision on TV and does dumb shit like that. And he's a baby in press conferences sometimes. But you never see him in any, like, real controversies. So he's very smart as far as a self-marketer um, and a, a, a represent, representation of a brand. So he's not, he's not a dumb, dumb guy. You know what I mean? But that was a dumb comment. And it's kind of Donald Trump's thing to insult people. I don't know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> Donald Trump's big on insults. And he's big on coming up with nickname, belittling nicknames for people. Uh, so then he went on Twitter and said after that that um, 
Uh, Don Lemon makes LeBron James look intelligent, which is tough to do. <laughs> and then went on and called Don Lemon dumb. Then he went and said, I like Mike, though. Mike Geary? Is that what he said? Yeah. It's in there. You're even tagged Kudo. on the tweet. Kudos, Donald. Blind, uh, team Blind Mike. <laughs> um, and so then Don Lemon goes on the next night and was outraged. Well, you know, understandably outraged if the president calls you dumb. I can understand making a comment about it. That's not what I have issue with. But he turned the argument into something that I don't quite get how he got there. Let's hear from Referring to African-Americans as dumb. Remember, this is America. Referring to African-Americans as dumb is one of the oldest canards of America's racist past and present that black people are of inferior intelligence. Now, he's, he's, yes, he's right. If you just take that statement, it's an accurate statement that there's a, a horrible stereotype that doesn't really exist anymore, I would say, but uh, that... Well, I'm sure it doesn't. The fucking alt-right circles and shit like that. You know, Gavin McGinnis's people and assholes like that. Uh, that That's a stereotype that exists. And it's, you know, terrible, obviously, and all that. But Donald Trump wasn't... Didn't even refer to a stereotype. He didn't even say these people. He didn't even say these guys. He named two individuals. And said they were dumb. So... What Don Lemon is doing there is bringing race into a discussion where it was never interjected and doing the exact opposite of what this country has tried to do for 50 years now. And he's, he's turned himself, he's taken himself from the individual into a race. He's essentially said, you can't insult me or LeBron because we're no more than a race. Don't, don't take us as individuals and judge us as that. Judge us by our race, and that's how we want to be characterized. What he should have done doesn't is, that seem a little, <laughs> a yeah, little backwards from yeah, the direction we want to go in? It, it's like they're set, they're setting themselves back. They're shooting themselves in the foot. What they should what he should have done is listed LeBron's accomplishments, listed his own accomplishments, and, and say this is why these I'm not are dumb, dumb guys. Yeah, right. Now, I will. Say, I gotta say, I meant to say this before we started. I do love Don Lemon because anyone. That's willing to get drunk on TV on New Year's Eve and pierce his ear. That's a guy that has my respect. That's a man who's willing to break out of the shell of, you know, closed-off newsmen. Now that's entertainment. <laughs> that's, a guy, that's a guy I respect. So Don Lemon's willing to have some fun on the air. He's not this stiff guy uh, that he's coming off at. So that's why it bums me out to see him just stick to that script of, well, call him a racist. Because it... I've said this before, but like when you're a kid and you learn what liberal and conservative means, I think mo- I would say most people, especially our generation, would look at those definitions and say, "Oh, I'm a liberal." I think you should be able to smoke weed, gay marriage, all, all whatever you want to do, you should essentially be able to do. That's right. how I took liberal. We're all we're all equals. We should all have the same opportunities. That that's what I see liberal as. It's kind of like, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Let people be. Let people do what they want, more or less. And conservative is it, you know, closed off and traditional. I was always like, I don't, I don't like that. Now, what liberal has become to me, to become a, yeah, like, I shouldn't be allowed to speak into a microphone oh, and try okay. and sound smart because I'm such a fucking moron. Oh, <laughs> but at least I can admit it. <laughs> at least I can admit it, folks. And that's what's really important. So 
what I'm trying to say is what liberal has come to mean is I got there is now it's attack people for saying anything we disagree with at any cost. Call them a racist, call them a sexist, call them a homophobe. Whatever you can do to take them down, just throw it out there. And I never saw it as that. I saw it as, you know, what people have their opinions. If they're dumb, call them dumb, whatever. But don't attack their character. You know, you know the, the things that don't apply, don't go after that just to be sensational. And the worst thing about calling someone a sexist or a racist or whatever, or whatever. Jesus, I can't talk either. Well, in this case, it doesn't really apply like that because it's Trump. It's Trump's already been branded with that. Well, yeah, but the worst part about like saying that about anyone that just doesn't agree with you is that that fo- that now follows them everywhere. Of course, and yeah. it's like the people that agree with you are always going to say that they're going to say, "Oh, well, Don Lemon called whoever the fuck a racist or a sexist." And they're right. going to say. This person's a sexist or a racist without ever going and listening to anything they've actually said. And I said I said last week, but the great uh, Louis J. Gomez, the real ass dude, had a point that um, well, people, and, you know some people say like, well, what's really taken away from our jobs? Are, there aren't that many examples of people getting fired for jokes or comments or anything like that. But what there are far more of is if you poured truth serum. In in the the bosses and people that would could give these opportunity these people opportunities. The real opportunity that's lost is the future opportunities where they go. Okay, this guy made an off color joke, so we're not going to hire him. Yeah, the things not. things that you never hear about that we never know about. Um, and you look at this James Gunn thing. Well, we're we might be winning one back, boys, <laughs> <laughs> because Disney got a lot of shit yesterday. For so apparently, they fired James Gunn. They're sticking to that. The act, a lot of the actors vocally spoke out against it, which you never see. So I think, I was, I think Dave Batista said, "It's uh, get me out of this contract." Yep, or I'm Batista just gonna said, everything else." He said, "He said I'm in the contract, so I have to do it." But I'd really rather not. If we're gonna stick with James Gunn, is gone. So I, and that actually shows character. He's saying, "Hey, take this away from me. I don't give it. That, that's all he, that, that guy really has going, really. Yeah, he doesn't have a, lot, a ton of other. Pro- I don't know him from anything. So it's not, you know, it it would be a lot easier for like Chris Pratt to say that because Chris Pratt will have other opportunities. But for that, for Dave Bautista to say that he doesn't have Chris Pratt type career, you know what I mean? So that shows some character, it shows some balls to do that. Um, what Disney did is they kept the script." So essentially they said, your tweets were morally repugnant, and we want nothing to do with you. We don't want, we don't want you working here because we think the, the tasteless, quote, jokes that you made were so reprehensible that we don't want you associated with our brand. By the way, thanks for the script. It's, uh, it's real good, and uh, you know we're going to use it. You know what I mean? That doesn't seem hypocritical at all. This guy's words were so good. We can keep using them. Talk about tone deafness, right? It's I mean, so luck. They they got it. They took a lot of their or they're still taking a lot of shit for that. And thank God. Um, so we might we might see the tide turning the other way, where people are finally ca- starting to say like, "Hey, do we really have to call everyone? If if you do, we have to now say if you make a pedophile joke, you're a pedophile." Is that the road we're really going down? You know what I mean? I think people are finally starting to say, hey, all right, enough of this bullshit. <laughs> Even uh, the Chris Hardwick thing 
uh, Chris Hardwick got his jobs back. Uh, Chris Hardwick was kind of me tooed, and um, I like how that's a verb now. <laughs> right, he got me tooed. What essentially came out was that Chris Hardwick was probably a pretty shitty boyfriend, and the girlfriend was a bit of a kook as well. They they were a bad couple. And what people finally started to say was, "Are we? What are we going to make that illegal now? Are we going to take the guy's job away from for being a shitty boyfriend at most?" No. So finally, AMC and NBC did the right things. They said, "We're not going to. We're going to hold off. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see all the evidence." Oh my God! What a a, re- a revolutionary tactic. <laughs> they waited to see all the evidence, and they said, "We're going to give the guy's job back." Now we kind of got off track there. Because this doesn't really relate to that. This more relates to Trump saying dumb shit, which he's already been branded. You know, defend him in whatever way you want or, or attack him in whatever way you want. He's got the stink on him. You know what I mean? Enough things have been said about him where he's not going to shake the brand that he's built around him. And deservedly so. He's, he's kind of knowingly created that. So where I think Don Lemon goes a little far is in this next clip. Oh, I really thought you were going to be ready. Oh, boy. He's falling apart at the seams, folks. God forbid we have anything work. This is why we can't have nice things. He's still looking. Now, this is a disjointed show, folks. Dan Watkins never would have let this happen. Give me a break. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I hope that hurt. It did. It hurt. (laughs) hurt real deep. Do we have the other Don Lemon clip or no? Am I grasping at straws here? for his local there community. But maybe CNN commentator Keith Boykin, listen to this, summed it up the best. With this Genius. Thing. In Trump's world, Obama, Kenyon, LeBron James, dumb, Don Lemon, dumb, Maxine Waters, low IQ, black countries, shitholes. Out of context. Black athletes, SOBs. Out of context. Black tenants, unwelcome. Out black of, well, workers, kind of out of context. lazy. Central Park Five, guilty. Mexicans, rapists. Out of context. Muslims, terrorists. Out of context. Indians, fake. Very out of context. Nazis, wait for it, very fine people. <laughs> it's, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. What Don Lemon should have done is list off his resume, or more so list off LeBron's resume, if he wants to be humble about it, and say, these are guys... You're calling dumb? And then attack him for things he's done. Don't take him out of context. Don't say, well, this, you know, don't don't marginalize yourself and say you can't insult black people like that. You should be able to insult any individual on anything. You should be able to call any individual dumb. You should be able to call any individual lazy. But you should what you shouldn't do is base it on their race. You should base it on their actions. And from what I could tell, Donald Trump heard things he didn't like. And called the guys dumb. Now he does that with a lot of people. <laughs> this is with everybody. He's done it with Jeb Bush. He did it with Ted Cruz. He did it with Hillary Clinton. He's done it with a lot of people where he pigeonholes them into a, a silly nickname and a dumb catchphrase. Crooked Hillary Clinton. And it's things that stick with people. Lion Ted Cruz. Low energy Jeb. It works. And he has a strategy and you're playing into it. And I just don't like the idea of... Working backwards in that way, and because it because really the reason I don't like it is because um, it shows itself in comedy, and it's like well now you can't tell that joke because it 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 uh, you know it 
denigrates black people or it uh, trivializes rape or pedophilia. I said, well, no. It actually, what it actually does is takes a, a sensitive topic or a tragic topic and gives people a chance to laugh at that and the option that if they don't like it, to turn it the fuck off and not listen to it. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I didn't like that Don Lemon did that because I, I actually like Don Lemon. And like I said, he's got a bit of a wild side to him. Uh, so I respect him from that point of view as well. So it just it, 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 it bums me out when he had an opportunity to attack the guy in a real thing. Where it's like, you're really going to call us dumb? From, you know, go on the points that they were talking about. Where instead, he went the easy way and race baited. And that, that, that bums me out to see uh, even guys you respect do that. Guys I don't respect, I will also defend. You got to defend even him. My boy, my boy Alex Jones. Yes. Now, let me preface this by saying, you can't say anything now without prefacing it. You have to tell everyone where you stand on every issue before you get into the topic. So let me say, I think Alex Jones is a genuine nut. He's a kook. I think over the years, you can point to things where he's been right on a lot of stuff. You can also point to things where he's not only been wrong, but been, like, crazily wrong. Like, like how could a person think that type of wrong? The dude's insane. He's a nut. And he's a guy who I believe... Um, doesn't I don't think he's like a Skip Bayless where he says it for shock value. I think he did at one time. And I think I, what, this is what happens to a lot of conspiracy theory guys. Is you get into conspiracy theories, and here's my biggest problem with conspiracy theories and, and why I'm not... Uh, like, I think Kennedy. I think that there's a good conspiracy there. But my problem with conspiracy theorists is there's not a one they don't believe. You know what I mean? The conspiracy theorists like Jesse Ventura and Alex Jones and guys like that, it's if you believe one, you go, you believe them all. You believe Kennedy, you believe 9-11, you believe Sandy Hook as crazy as that. You know what I mean? You believe even the craziest of the crazy. And that's where they, they these guys lose me. Because it's like everything. The government is out to get you at every turn. And it's like, hey, sometimes a thing just happens. There's not this wild backlog of shady dealings going on into everything. Well, that's where you're wrong. They're always... False false flags. Uh, So Alex Jones is one of those guys, if you don't know him. And he's gained... Alex Jones' biggest problem is that he's gained a lot more notoriety uh, with the Trump stuff. He's a Trump guy, so he's got all Trump supporters on board. And the problem with that is that means more attention. And then, so then he goes on Megyn Kelly's show, and he goes he goes on mainstream media, and gets exposed there as a fucking nut, <laughs> which he is in a way. But I think there's a place for nuts. I think there's a place for kooks because, like I said with Don Lemon, I think we're, I think we should trust each other enough to have our own thoughts, and I think I I should trust you to listen to Alex Jones. And be able to say, I think the guy's crazy. Or if you say, I agree with the guy on absolutely everything, then I can say, well, you were nuts to begin with. And Alex Jones just kind of shaped your opinion on certain issues. You always had that in you. It's like I say with uh, uh, when they call pot a gateway drug. They say, well, it leads to coke and pills and heroin and all that. Yes, if you had that in you. I've smoked weed upwards of, 
40,000 times. <laughs> Beyond that, I've tried Molly three times, and I've done Adderall once. I've never had the urge to go into Coke or pills or anything. You never wanted to just load up a needle and shoot no. it right in your arm? No, I've not. Because A, I've seen other people get into that world, and that deterred me from it. And B, I just don't have that in me. I don't have that addictive personality. So weed is a gateway drug for people that have that in them. They were already pushing the door open. People anyway. that would that have an addictive personality and would have gone that way to begin with, they start smoking weed and then they go, i got to ramp it up a level to whatever is next. You know what I mean? It's the same with conspiracy theorists like that or nut jobs like that where they would have gone down that road in some form. Maybe they would have been more focused on you know, hoarding or something. Maybe their, their, their mind would have been taken up by something else. But they find Alex Jones, and that's what they focus their psychosis into. <laughs> now they're a conspiracy guy. Alex Jones just nudges them in one direction. But they were always this sort of addictive, crazy personality. So I have enough faith in the, the, the sane ones <laughs> that they can listen to Alex Jones without going into that world. Apparently, Facebook and iTunes don't have the same faith in people that I do. Uh, because has Facebook taken every all this stuff down? I believe so. Facebook, YouTube, uh, I guess iTunes. Oh, no, so Apple. Itu- Apple well, iTunes, what I, the last I heard, unless there's more, iTunes took a few of his episodes down. Like I, 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 Which is even crazier, because it means they listened to all of them. No, they didn't. For certain things? Maybe. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Does they, Apple have quality control guys? That well, they definitely do. They definitely do because, like, when I submit my, uh, when I submitted impaired to Apple, they, it takes, like, two weeks. Like, you load it to SoundCloud or whatever your RSS feed is, and then it takes, like, two weeks for iTunes to get back to you and be like, all right, this is fine. It's like an unofficial application to be able to yeah. go on iTunes. Yeah. It's weird. So... These these out all these outlets and what I would have a lot more respect for of Facebook, if it's, if Facebook just said, "All right, you know what? We are a left leaning site. You don't even have to say full on lie a little bit. <laughs> say we're we're a left leaning site, and anything we don't like, we're gonna get rid of. They're perfectly within and, the rights to do and so. And we're gonna we're gonna you're you're not gonna know what it is. We're gonna choose one day. Our sensitivity could be way different than the next day." There's not going to be a lie. However we're feeling, <laughs> we're going to eliminate shit based on that. If they were honest about that, I'd respect them. I wouldn't post my shit to Facebook, probably. But I'd respect them a lot more as a, as a business. But instead what they do is say, they hide behind these buzzwords of uh, threatening and dangerous. They say Alex Jones is dangerous and, he, and he's threatening to certain groups. And it's, a, it's, a, it's becoming a hate group. Well, you know what else has become a hate group? Is the Legion of Skanks podcast, which I've talked about before. Now, what that is, for those of you that don't know, uh, keep in mind it's uh, two Jewish guys and a Puerto Rican that have been called white supremacists. They, they, it's, they really? it's been said that they, the, the, the controversy behind them is that they run a white supremacist podcast. Yeah, okay. Two Jewish guys and a Puerto Rican. Run a white supremacist. Now, if that's true, then the white supremacists have gotten very lazy 
Well, in their in their process, I mean, in their they, weeding out process. These are the same people that went after what whatever her name is Candace Owens, the conservative black woman, right? Calling, interrupting her breakfast or whatever it was, having dinner and calling her a white supremacist. It's like, <laughs> yeah, she's black. Well, maybe she doesn't. But the so the reason uh, Legion of Skanks is called a white supremacist podcast is because they make jokes at everyone. They make jokes about everyone. They make jokes about white people, black people, Puerto Rican people, whoever. Gay people, straight people. They make blind people, incited people. They make jokes about all of us. No folks. one is safe. And they call themselves. They, first of all, their name is Legion of Skanks, and the Skanks are them. By the way, people think that's like offensive to women. They're the, if you look up the definition of Skanks, it's just an uh, an unpleasant or unsavory human being. No gender specified. So they're the Skanks that they're referring to. The the three men, <laughs> and they call themselves in their their bio and everything the most offensive podcast on earth. So you go there knowing this is an offensive podcast. Yet, however, uh, the the jokes that they make has led YouTube to say, um, this is a white supremacist podcast, so we're going to take it down. So the clips they throw up on YouTube, they're all gone. So one avenue they have of promotion is completely wiped out because a couple of assholes reported them for hateful language. So when I defend Alex Jones, it's not me defending the opinions of Alex Jones. It's saying that what you do when you take one guy's opinion away is you say, okay, well, now it's okay for me to go after the people that I don't like. So whoever you admire and listen to and and respect as a broadcaster or a journalist or whatever, just know that when you report Alex Jones for being a hate group that shouldn't be heard by anyone, you're saying that I'm allowed... To turn on your guy and say, well, that that's all he's also saying something that I don't like, so he should be taken down. And that's what you're you're seeing a lot of that with this liberal and conservative stuff. Leslie Jones went on The View and had a gr- a great point about comedy, saying, "Hey, we're we're idiots making jokes. Don't go after us as if we're, you know, beacons of the community and we're speaking for society. Go after, uh, treat us like." We're dummies making jokes. And some of us will talk about important issues, but we'll joke about those issues. And it was a great point. But the reason a lot of people are going after, and somewhat rightfully so, is because when people on the other side, like Tosh and Tracy Morgan, who were getting an anti Jezelnek, who were getting attacked for jokes that they didn't necessarily approve of, you didn't hear that from Leslie Jones or anyone else. But when it's people that like uh, Dan Harmon, who are on their the, the on the good guys side, they're on the right side of things. Well, I like Dan Harmon too. Well, yeah, and he shouldn't have been attacked the way he was. But when they go after guys like that, then that now they'll speak up because the good guys are being attacked now. Well, no, you should speak up when everyone's attacked because now you're seeing that it all affects you. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you don't like this podcast, that's fine. Shut it off. Shut right. Shut it off. But what you shouldn't do is report me for being offensive because you don't like it. A because I'm not as edgy as I'm trying to be. And but B because what it really does is open you open yourself up to now what I like can be attacked or worse for you is now what I do can be attacked <laughs> just in life. You know what I mean? Because we all have shit. I remember. What do we have for time before I keep ranting? Forty three. Oof. I'll wrap it up soon, folks. Um, 
the one time I ever called Sports Talk Radio, I've said this before on here, was uh, I called the Felger and Maz program, probably about five years ago at this point, when Donald Sterling got in trouble. And they were, advoca- they were advocating that Donald Sterling be thrown out of his own business for saying shit in his home that was, you know, a little offensive, off-color, distasteful, certainly. And what I said, what I called in and said was, as guys who are in an opinion-giving business, you should be very worried about the idea that a man can be recorded in his own home, unknowingly, have that tape leaked, and be thrown out of the company that he owns. As guys who are employees and are paid to give your opinions, that should worry the shit out of you. And Felger said, so you're worried about the slippery slope? And I said, yeah. And they hang up on you as they do and go on and talk about it. So what Maz said when I hung up was, that, what that seems to me is like a guy who just wants to get us away with saying racist stuff. What? So for five years now, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for, the, for them to come after Maz. <laughs> because my point was, not that Maz says things like what Donald Sterling says. It's that Maz calls people idiots and calls women bimbos and makes jokes about his wiener <laughs> all the time. And that eventually we're going to get to a place where that's offensive. And that Maz is thrown out in his bald ass. Yeah, what's he going to say then? What is he going to say? Oh, well, that sounds like a guy that just wanted us to be able to say sexual right. stuff on the air. Because then, with a smile, I will defend Tony Maz, knowing that he is not on board for the same cause. Because I'll gladly hear him say, well, this is outrageous that we get fired for this. Well, you weren't a guy that was supporting it when they were going after other people. So you don't have the right to bitch about it when they come for you, my friend. And that's the problem. Like, people construe defending what someone said in private, whether it was good or bad or however you take it, as that's who they are or that's they should be able to be punished for that. It's You're not defending what he well, said. Well, it's, it's, it's also actually worse. Like, what Donald Sterling said is worse in a way because he said it in private. So it's almost crazy when people go after someone saying something into a microphone, because it's like, well, look at it for a second, and maybe say, do they have a reason for this? This was scripted out and written out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost worse when they go after comedians, and but the, the, the worst thing of it is, is like when they go after like broadcasters for making their corny jokes, it's like, are those really the edgiest guys we have? Like, that's who you're going after now? But I'm sure we'll have another one next week, and you know, I do, oh, I did defend Tony Mass a week ago. Yeah, you did. When Trenny went after him. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, you So defend I defended him. my guy Maz then. I'll defend him the next time he gets it. Once Trenny gets her way, I'll defend him then too. And I won't defend people like Trenny when they want their coworkers suspended for things they could do down the road as well. And I'll leave you with that, folks. And the important, the much more, more than any social issues we've discussed today, the real important issue is that you get there, you get out there. Uh, you get me a speech therapist because obviously I can't make words. I'm not. I'm no good with words. Uh, and you also get your community out there to iTunes, and you get them to give me a five star rating and a positive review. You get to uh, Blind Mike Geary on Facebook, and you share our page. You get to uh, Blind Mike underscore on Twitter. 
You share the links that I tweet out and Callahan Forever tweet out. Jared, do you, I don't know you. Do you promote your Twitter? I can. Go it's, for it. It's just at Jared Dignan. You can oh, search me. Support the good. It. Support the good guys and give us a five star rating and positive review on iTunes. And Ronnie Ruff will take us out and hopefully we hear the whole thing this time. We'll hear the whole thing. Bye bye. You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on weei.com, iTunes, and the radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk. A presentation of weei.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.